I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And I am super excited about my conversation today because I have joining me my amazing husband, Wesley Wright. Wesley, welcome to the show. Thank you, sweetheart. And it is a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited for this conversation because I know for for all of you guys out there, we've had lots of communications into the show, many of you sharing just the needs that you have at the moment. And a lot of people are confused. A lot of people are struggling with fear, lack of vision, just confusion. And um, a lot of you are overwhelmed about the state of the world. And so my hope is today that you will be inspired and encouraged and freshly empowered and perhaps even re-envisioned through the conversation that Wes and I have. That's our heart for you today, that you really will come away from this time together, having heard Jesus for yourself again and realize that even though the world is in the state that it's in quite largely, God is still on the throne. And he has his purposes, his plans that he's working out. And he has, he's raising, many of you will be involved in this in the marketplace and the whole move that's happening all over the world at the moment. But there is a, um, a God movement underway uh, that he's raising up sons and daughters, men and women in all sorts of different expressions across finance, banking, law, economy, all these different expressions of the marketplace. There's a whole new world coming online. So just be encouraged. So Wesley, question one, can I just ask you, obviously you are a prophetic voice in the marketplace. You're at the coalface. You're working with other world-renowned economists, legal minds, you know, people who are um, very successful entrepreneurs, people that have been in the financial sector for many years, people that have a rich relationship with God, who have really been prepared by him for what's emerging now. So just to begin with, can I ask you just to share with everybody watching and listening, what do you see the Lord is doing right now that's different? It's, it's very very clear to see and it's very easy as well to see that the um the current narrative of the world system is fear and so that's opposed to the narrative of god's heart which is love and um so i have the privilege and absolute pleasure as well to to be working in an environment where and to be working on projects as well that are coming from his heart um so they are projects they are answers to the world's problems that come from his heart and they're based on love, which obviously love will beget love and, and love is life and, and life includes hope. It includes, uh, you know, lots of positive things for people. It includes answers. Uh, it includes answers to the day's problems. And I believe that as prophets and as um, marketplace leaders that we, we are, our role is to seek the Lord's heart for the answers to the problems of the day and then bring those answers to the earth and then manifest those answers through vehicles that can actually 
dispel the lies that can overturn the problems and resolve and solve those problems uh, for the benefit of the good of the general population. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. I know. I, I mean, I think that's one of the things that's new right now, isn't it? Is there a, people are being motivated what everybody that you're working with, everybody we're in relationship with who has a call to the marketplace. That's the common denominator. People are fed up of corruption and they're seeking the Lord's heart authentically, seeking his heart to be able to be to truly be able to partner with him in the restoration of all things. And like you just said, being um, developing businesses that, that are the solution for the problems that we face all over the world and being really, truly motivated by love in not profit-driven, but actually really, truly caring about people. And I think, um, I think that's the difference, isn't it? And that's what I'm seeing is, is um, right across the board, people are just like, we're feeling God's heart to bring in his blueprint now. There is an opportunity right now for all of us to partner with his heart, to be able to bring in a new world, a new economic offering, new business expressions that really do care about people. And I think that's, um, I mean, it's so obvious in the people that you're working with. It's just so obvious. Everybody's motivated by love. So would you, would you share with us what you see are like the values the values that, that you're building with, so to speak. To, it's like a different DNA, isn't it, that's coming forth in the new business expressions? It's sourced from the DNA of love. And of course, we know that God is love. So it's sourced from God, um, which is so counterculture. Um, I, I've shared this a few times. And, uh, you know, when, when, when I speak and I'm at an event and, and I'm sort of speaking on, on the sort of financial aspect and contractual aspect of, um, of uh, agreements, and I'll say to people, who's, who's ever had a mortgage? You know, lots of people put their hands up. And, and then I'll say, um, who's ever read those terms and conditions? And lots of hands go down. Uh, and then I say, who has ever seen the word love in a mortgage contract? And of course, there's an erupt. <laughs> people laugh their heads off. Right. You know, and and right. so I do the stop say, well, well, hang on a minute. So one, love doesn't appear in any you know, mortgage contract. Uh, let alone have any influence in those contracts. Um, but we all find that funny. Why? Right, right. And so then so then people go, oh, I've never really thought about why. <laughs> so then you go to a deeper level, which is, well, why? Well, because that just wouldn't happen. Well, why would that just not happen? My opinion is that it's not included because actually that would... <laughs> Um, would not uh, permit the system to do what it does. Um, and and I, I have very interesting uh, belief, and, and, and this came from an encounter with the Lord, actually, and that is that information that is withheld for our detriment is always a work of the enemy. And information that's withheld for our benefit is always a work of God. And when you understand that and you start applying that to a lot of worldly situations, a lot of rhetoric, a lot of narrative that comes from people speaking, and you realize that there are omissions from what they say, there are omissions from contracts, there are omissions from documents, and you suddenly go, oh my goodness, this, this is not a God agenda. It's so clear and so easy to see. So we are now working on 
um, being able to facilitate and have love, not only have a say in contracts, but have an overriding influence, which I think is absolutely incredible. And I think it's really, really important. And I think that when people start to experience the benefit of love in a contract situation within a business setting that balances out power so that it serves both parties' interests, not just one party against another, but actually love balances the power out so we have a sustained working relationship that benefits both parties, I think will create a stronger, more cohesive economy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the world that people want, isn't it, really? Everybody, everywhere at the moment. I'm sure you, family, are, are finding the same thing. Everybody wants fairness. Everybody wants integrity. Everybody wants a different expression of life. People are, are I mean, and I love that. People are collaborating. They're looking to who they can build with, like you have, you know, and the Lord is actually ordering our steps to find each other now, isn't he? That those of us that have been prepared for years and years and years, it's our time now. There is, an, there is a grace and you can feel it, like spiritually you can feel it, can't you? You can see it in the conversations, the global conversations that are taking place at the moment in terms of how do we find solutions for the problems that are that are facing all of us you know it's this is a we're coming together to create a different world and I just I've never seen a grace like it it's so exciting so I wanted to ask you as well um what would you say again another massive question what would you say is Oh, maybe maybe there isn't one. I'm sure there are a few, but give us an, an example of one. What would you say is the most important lesson that you've learned on your journey to this point that you are that now equips you really to be part of those at the coal face that are, you know, forerunning and building this new business expression in the world? Well, that, that again is a really good question and, and one that <laughs> would take me quite a long time to really go into depth. Is there one thing, and, is there one thing and, that you can say? And there are lot, lots and lots, um, but, but there are two that come uh, quite swiftly to mind. And, okay. uh, and the first one is to seek the Lord's opinion on a matter. Mm, that's good. And I found that to be incredibly encouraging. Uh, hugely strengthening and directive in when when I found out what his opinion is on a matter. I'll give you a little example of how I found this out. Um, I had applied to go to a particular um, college and it was a, a ministry sort of college uh, years and years and years ago and, and, I, and I was really had my heart set on this and uh, you know I was part of the ministry team in my church and I've been in church a long time and you know had some really good testimonies of the Lord working through me. And uh, so all this went in and, and, and I, I received a refusal. And I was really, really shocked. And, and the enemy came in and he said, call yourself a prophet. You can't even get into ministry school. So you're not a prophet if you can't get into a ministry school. Now, if I'd have taken that, not realized it was the enemy and believed that, it would have shut me down for quite a while. Yeah. But I didn't. So what I did is I said, oh, Lord, what do you say about this? And it was really interesting because he said, go downstairs and pick up the post and listen to the CD that Pastor Thomas sent you. I went, oh, I didn't know the post had already been. So I went downstairs, sure enough, the post was there. Oh, and there was, there was a CD from Pastor Tom. 
my mentor, spiritual mentor. So I put this on and his, his whole uh, preach on that CD that he'd sent me was all about where are you now? And what is the Lord's will for you in this moment? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, so I listened to it. And it was just amazing. And it really boosted me. And the Lord then at the end of that, from listening to Pastor Tom, he said to me, if I prohibited you from going to that school, is that a failure? I said, of course not. He said, there you go. And so wow. it completely shifted my whole reaction and thought process from what the enemy had tried to put on me and i was then to go oh no the lord has something else for me not that going to ministry school is bad it's not it's amazing no, it's brilliant. We, yeah, yeah, you and yeah. i have been to, to, to many of these schools and and, and shared with, with these students and they're amazing students and the schools are incredible yeah. And, yeah, and we've had yeah. a blast at bethel it's just such yeah, a wonderful yeah, yeah. one of my favorites <laughs> absolutely it's amazing and um so but, but for me it was just that was hugely profound because i realized then that Wow, instead of just taking on board the world narrative or taking on board the enemy's narrative, which tend to be quite similar, um, I will go and seek the Lord's opinion. Yeah. And then when I've heard his opinion, I take on his opinion, which is always yeah. truth, and then I'm in the truth. So that's the first one. The second one is, and this might sound a little bit weird, but I realized that it's really important to seek the Lord for the deeper revelation on the revelation. So I'll say that, I'll say that again because it's, it, it can be lost in a moment. I found that if I sought the Lord and I sought his heart to find out what the deeper revelation was about the revelation that he'd already given me, that there was another depth to the revelation that he'd given me. And I found that if you go deeper and deeper and deeper into his revelation, it becomes more and more relevant, bigger, wider, more influential. It's just, so I'll give you a little illustration, very simple illustration to this, where I started to realize that this was actually something I should do. I was walking back from the town center where I've been shopping and um, I had quite a nice watch that I used to have. And I pulled my hand out of my pocket and the watch fell off. I caught the watch and I realized that the little pin from the strap had come out. And so I was going through the process then when the Lord was training me and he was teaching me to hear his voice. So I said, oh, Lord, you know where that is. You know where the pin is. Will I find the pin? And he said, yes, you will. So I then felt great. So I set about looking for this pin. I must have spent half an hour, 45 minutes retracing my step, looking on the ground, trying to find it. Anyway, I gave up after about an hour. I couldn't find it. And then... Two or three weeks later, I was just sorting out some change. And I happened to notice that one of these little piles of change was a little bit skew-riff. And I looked closer, and in the middle of the pile of coins was this little watch pin. And I went, oh my goodness, you said I'd find that. And then it dawned on me, oh my goodness, if I'd have asked the Lord, <laughs> am I going to find uh -huh. it now where am I going to find it how should I look should I look I just stopped at yeah. a particular point I didn't go further into finding out you know more information about his revelation he was inviting me into a communication process about that revelation and I yeah. didn't take it <laughs> so so since then I've I've learned that wow you you can you can go deeper with God you can converse with God and you can mm -hmm. initiate that it doesn't right. always have to be God initiating everything we can right. initiate something back to God. And, and there's this yeah. whole 
relationship which goes to and fro, which, I mean, some of the revelations and deeper revelations that all have given me have just been astounding. So, so that's the second point. Ah, that's just profound. You know, it's, um, it's so connected to some of the revelation, you know, you know, that the Lord has been giving me recently, which is, and you, f- I can feel this in his heart, you know, this, this invitation to all of us to come away from everything other than Jesus and him as our source of life, right? He, like it says in Colossians 2, you know, he is our source of life. He's our head. And when we align to him, to his wisdom, like you said, you know, you're prioritizing your relationship with him. You're prioritizing his mind on every matter, knowing his heart and mind regarding every situation, just doing your relationship with him as the priority of your life. And then trusting him that he will speak to you. And he does, right? He does speak to us. He wants relationship with us. And I think that's one of the that's one of the obvious values in this new marketplace expression, to use that language, is people are absolutely prioritizing their relationship with Jesus, absolutely seeking after him for the wisdom they need to build after his own heart, to build the kingdom on earth in practical applications, right? to trust him, not to trust in anything other than him as our source and to flow, just to flow in his wisdom and partnership. That's the other thing that, you know, you and I have both talked about. There's this invitation right now to, to really know partnership with Jesus at a whole other level it, for every expression of our lives. He wants to be the wisdom. He wants to be the love. He wants to be the kindness. He wants to be the compassion and the patience that we flow with. He wants to wow the world. You know, on um, the show that we did recently with Sean Bowles, he was talking about um, a new book that he's just written and released with Bob Hassan and where they talk about King Solomon and what you see it through his life, you know, and how the Queen of Sheba was completely wowed as she went and visited King Solomon and she, and she um, met God through the experience because she saw and she, she understood that what she was witnessing was the relationship with God that Solomon had and the love that God had for him and lavished upon him these ex- extraordinary resources that would then be able to establish a, a nation under the headship of God that could express so much of his nature. And I think that's what he's doing, right? That's what the Lord is inviting us into right now. It's what you guys are doing together. You're seeking the wisdom and the counsel of God above all else. You are seeking to rely on him and him alone. You're seeking to know his nature, know his heart, partner with him, build with him. And it's just so exciting because there's a grace to do it, isn't there? Absolutely. It's just an amazing time to to be alive really right now, I think, even though there is all of the darkness. I think the darkness and corruption have overplayed their hands, so to speak, don't you? It's like people are so sick of it. Like I said at the beginning, they're so sick of it. They want a different way. They want to understand the ways of love, the ways of God, what he wants to do, what his blueprints for the marketplace and for every expression of our lives are. What's his intention for planet Earth? And and the other thing that I see in you guys, Wes, is the original Adamic mandate, I would say, 
to be able to partner with Father to steward and protect the earth, to bring his kingdom. And I think that's another thing that um, we're discovering at the moment, that fear is not wise counsel and it doesn't produce any good fruit. What the Lord is wanting to do now is produce the fruit of love, like you said, which is obviously your massive number one value, motivating force of your life is love. So, so what would you encourage people to do to, you know, to, I'm sure many of you are, are, are hearing right now the Lord's invitation. I can feel it. It's like wherever you're at, be encouraged, you know, whether you're an established business person, whether you're just trying to define your vision and what the Lord wants you to do with your life in this particular season, there's an invitation, right? Where's to go deeper, to step into this next level of God expressing himself in the world and having his partner with him in the restoration, the redemption of all things. It's just, you know, we are here to bring kingdom on earth at the end of the day to reveal God. There is going to be this massive great unveiling of Jesus, as I've been saying, and you and I have been talking about, Wes, that is that is coming now. It's coming online, like I believe, like never before. So to step into this, into the more, what would you encourage people to do, Wes? Because obviously you've been on a very long journey with Jesus to get to to this point in your life where you can now do the build, so to speak. What would you encourage people to do to progress on and step into this next level of what the Lord wants to do? Well, I think it's very important that we, and you, you're very good at, at, at encouraging people to do this, but have a really deep, deep relationship with God. I mean, yeah. that has to be, it must be the most important, uh, foundational, the first thing. Yeah. And just so we can know him and he can know us and that yeah. we can have an opportunity to then seek his face about what it is we're here for, um, what it is that he'd really desire us to co-labor with him yeah. uh, for. Um, not be afraid to ask him questions as to why is this happening? What can we do about it? What's your heart mm -hmm. on the matter? What do you say about it? How do we do this? And, yeah. you know, it's, he has the answers. Yeah. And it's, you know, are we willing to sit with him and to really incline our ear and to put down, I think very important is to put down agendas. Um, and have our agenda be what's on your mind, what's on your heart, God. And then to just sit and wait to see what he says about what's on his heart, because he will share very deep things from his heart to each one of us. And I'm pretty sure that it will all be slightly different, all have the same ethos. But I think that each one of us being part of the body, being a, a different part of the body, will receive a slightly different revealed perspective on a given matter because we will have a part to play in kingdom on earth. Yeah. It's not just God sitting in heaven going to solve all the problems of the world by himself. He's chosen in his greatness and in his love to offer yeah. us the privilege to co-labor with him. And I use the word privilege uh, because only recently I caught myself using that word when I was explaining to a friend and I was saying, you know, the last 10, 15 years has been very, very difficult. It's been a training process and 
and you've walked through with me, you know, those years and, and have been an absolute godsend. Um, and it's not been a picnic. No. And these words came out of my mouth. <laughs> it, it was amazing because I said to I said to my friend, I actually counted a privilege now, a privilege mm. that I was offered. The Lord didn't instruct me. He didn't say, you will do this. He didn't say, go with us and do this, Wesley. He just offered me the opportunity to partner with him. And I chose. I can't blame God for the loss of my property business, the loss of reputation, the loss of my police career, or in, in, in Christian terms, the sowing of all worldly you know, wealth and reputation, yeah. etc. Yeah. To follow him. I don't yeah. blame God for that because he offered me an opportunity to follow him in a training process and i said yes i chose that god didn't choose that right. i chose that and so i chose to walk with him out of my expression of love for him because i was responding to his expression of love to me and wow. so i think it's first and foremost is paramount to know god and yeah. that god knows you because out of that will flow direction, out of that will flow calling, out of that will flow character, out of that will flow all of life's treasures, you know, yeah. and all of life's wisdom um, can be sourced from him. Yeah. Yes, we pick up experiential wisdom along the way and we, we balance that with revelation from God um, because there's, ex there's, there's natural wisdom and there's spiritual wisdom and eventually the spiritual wisdom does become natural wisdom. So it was sourced from the spirit. Yeah. Right. So to discount experiential wisdom and wisdom that we can take from the natural because it's not spiritual is not understanding the wholeness of where wisdom comes from. Yeah, yeah. So oh, there's a couple wow. of you know, points. Oh, it's profound. It's profound. It's so important, isn't it? And I think, you know, this far along, you know, I think one of the things that is so clear from your life is that that you are living proof that God is faithful. He's absolutely faithful. Absolutely. Yeah, like he called you out of your relationship with him and your love for him and his love for you is what's undergirded your journey really, isn't it? It's, 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 yeah, you completely. know, that, like you've said before, you know he's good and now you know he's faithful you know, and his ways you know are not our ways, but he's faithful. And, and that, it's worth that it. is a, yeah, that, that is such a huge point because when I was going through the real dark moments of training, it wasn't doctrine that I could stand on. It wasn't what this preacher said that I could stand on. It wasn't what anybody had said or anybody had claimed that was the truth. The only two things that I could stand on was that God is love yeah. and that God is good. Why? because I'd experienced his love yeah. and that's why I could stand on it. Yeah. And so that's why experience with him, encounters with him is so fundamentally important, which is why yeah. your ministry is so fundamentally important because you are teaching, you're mentoring, you're showing, you're leading people into encounter. You know, yeah. if, if you don't feel God, you don't hear yeah. God, well, how do you know him? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that's the strength of your life that undergirds whatever you're called to do in life, whatever, whatever. The, yeah, the reason you are here is, in the end, like you said, the most important thing, 
that you've discovered is everything flows from your relationship with him. It's, it's, you can rest in his faithfulness. You can rest in his goodness. You can lean into the strength of that, knowing that even when the world, you know, your life blows up and it's crazy bill, you know, and, and for many of us right now, that is the season we're in, you know, the world has gone crazy bill for a while, but the Lord is, is rising there is a movement underway and uh, there are many many expressions and we'll share more with you in episodes to come there are many expressions of business that are coming online now that are right across the spectrum of industry sectors that that have the dna of god's heart as the substance of them so oh wes thank you gosh that time's gone so fast Thank Pleasure. you for being on and sharing some of the wisdom that comes from your life experience with the Lord. It's just so rich. And I just pray that, you know, in finishing, that you will be so encouraged today. We agree, Wes and I come in agreement that you will experience a whole new level of intimacy today with Jesus, that you'll break through into another level of connection with him That because he, he's calling us back to his feet and that you'll tune in to how his, he's speaking to you in your life and what time it is in your life and how he wants you to partner with him in your day today, in whatever you're doing. There's, he, yeah, he wants to be your source. He is our source, but he wants to be the, the source of your life in every way. He wants to be the flow of wisdom that comes through you. He wants to be your strength. He is your strength and he wants you to experience him as your strength today and shine, right? Where's shine? So we agree, we agree for a whole new level of relationship for you to come online today. So thank you, Wes, thank you so much. And it's a pleasure. Thank and thank you all for tuning in and giving us your precious time too. And have the most amazing week full of breakthroughs and look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Mm -hmm.